Alright, welcome, welcome back to the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur Shift the Culture Podcast and um, hopefully you guys can see me. Uh, I do apologize for those that are on Facebook Live. We are starting a little bit later. Um, I tried to start on time a while ago, but unfortunately um, we're having some internet issues. As you can see, I'm recording from a different location and the internet isn't the best from here. But nonetheless, we push through. We're here. We're going to try and do our best to um, still give you a great show even though we have certain things working against us. But um, today what I want to discuss is both the Own Bahamas Own Talks that just took place two days ago, um, which I had the pleasure of attending, and also the aftermath of that event and, uh, believe it or not, the negativity that came from it. And I, uh, I'm going to explain why I said believe it or not. Um, for those that don't know, the Owen Bahamas uh, was an organization started by Sebastian Bastian, who was a very successful entrepreneur um, here in the Bahamas, one of the most successful entrepreneurs in the Bahamas. And it's an initiative um, to give back to the community by empowering um, young entrepreneurs, but not even young, just entrepreneurs in the Bahamas by affording them the opportunity to get grants that they offer. Um, I think they've given away... I'm not mistaken, around a million dollars, somewhere around there, um, thus far, in grants. And um, they just do a lot for the entrepreneurial community. And this was their first time having this event, which was, um, if I had to describe it, I would say it's like a TED Talk. Um, It was sort of like a TED Talk event that featured uh, three successful entrepreneurs um, the founder of Owen Bahamas being uh, Sebastian Bastian, one of them, um, and one of probably the greatest motivational speakers of all time, uh, Mr. Les Brown, was the um, feature speaker. Um, he went last. And the young lady that went first, um, her name ex- escapes me at the moment, but um, from what I remember, she started a... Uh, ice cream and popsicle business in the United States and it was very successful Um, and if I remember correctly I think they sold it and she now does um, she does uh, speeches and she she's also an author she does have a book um, if not more out and so she just talks about her story and her experience which was a very powerful story I really enjoyed her presentation Um, she really detailed her story and her struggles, um, all, all of the things that she went through to make her business successful. Um, <clears throat> and the one that stood out to me was when she talked about um, getting this ice cream truck so that she could secure this big um, um, this big deal with this company to provide ice cream uh, for their employees. And it was a very, very, very old truck. I think she said the truck was older than she was. And the truck didn't work very well. Um, it actually only could travel a few blocks at a time. And um, on her, one of the biggest days where she was supposed to um, service the employees, uh, the truck ended up breaking down. And, um, you know, she said she'll never forget the vice president, I think it was, of the company, um, you know, with concern, trying to figure out, you know, where she was. And she was literally right up the block, but the truck couldn't move. And she remembered him taking off his jacket and coming down there and helping her to push the truck up to the building where they had the um, employees waiting um, patiently for her ice cream. And, and that was a great moment for her. And even though it was an embarrassing moment, 
uh, because, you know, people were making fun of her in her truck uh, that it wasn't working properly and stuff. You know how people are. Um, but it was a great moment in her life. And she just really detailed all of the struggles that she went through and all of the sacrifices she had to make. Um, just basically um, the story you can get from most entrepreneurs, you know, the, the struggle, the, the sacrifice, the dedication, um, the hardships, and the things you have to overcome, things that get thrown your way that you don't anticipate taking place. Um, so she was she was really good. I really enjoyed it. And what she did at the end is she called out some volunteers from the crowd, um, and she gave each one of them a piece of paper. I think it was four individuals, I think it was. And she gave each of them a piece of paper, and she was like... And I'll be honest with you, I don't, I don't know if I would have been able to do it. But she gave them a piece of paper and she said, you know, um, create something and sell it to me in 30 seconds. And um, it was three women and one guy. And um, if I had to be honest, I must say, homeboy oh did shame us as men. He didn't do too well, <laughs> in my opinion. But the ladies, uh, they really did well. They were quick on their feet. They came up with, especially the first lady, I think the first lady won. And what she won overall was a one-on-one consultation with um, um, with the lady. Oh, I have to look up her name before this ends. I feel bad not remembering her name. But um, she won a one-on-one consultation with her. And she was really quick on her feet. Like, I was surprised she was able to come up with not only that product out of the piece of paper, but her pitch was so convic- convincing as well. And she was, you know, had all the confidence in the world with it. Um, so she, she really does well on the spot. Um, but that was the first presenter. And second was Sabas himself. Um, and I was particularly interested in hearing his story from him because, you know, this is the Bahamas and, um, you know, rumors rule. And a lot of people tend to tell other people's story for them or they think they know how somebody got what they got. And so they tell you all these other stories. So I wanted to hear straight from the um, horse's mouth, um, so to speak, because I don't like to hear things from other people uh, because a lot of times it's not really truthful not all the time sometimes people do have the actual story but a lot of times it's not truthful and so I wanted to hear for myself uh, from Sebas um, because I've seen uh, you know how successful he has been up to this point and um, he was to be I was surprised at how um, good he was in his presentation because Sebas doesn't seem like the um, rah rah, get the crowd hype. Um, uh, perform on stage. Um, great speaker. He doesn't give off that aura, at least to me. It doesn't seem as though that that's the kind of person he is. Um, so I was surprised at how well he did in his presentation. He was up there for um, I don't know exactly how long, but it probably was around 45, uh, 50 minutes or so. It was a good while, um, and he had the crowd. You know, he was um, he, he was funny at times. Um, he had good messages, um, and his story was quite intriguing. Uh, and I learned some new things because I really didn't know, um, like, for example, that he was in the satellite business uh, very early on. I think that was his first, uh, one of the first gambles he took, one of the first risks, the first cliff that he jumped off. He was in college, he said, and um, he decided that, you know, college wasn't for him. And so he took some of his tuition money that his father sent, you know, because they both paid the mon- uh, fees for school and bought a device that, you know, for those of you that may be a bit older, I know some of you may be young, but the ones that are older, like my age, we remember when the little small satellite dishes came out and there was a program to, uh, that would program the card 
so that you could you know get all of the channels you know he said he he just stumbled upon someone that offered him you know to program the car and he saw the machine and he wanted where he wanted to know where he could get one and so he you know found out where he could get one and took his college money college money and bought a machine didn't know how to use it or anything but you know just jumped in and said you know what this is an opportunity i could see myself making some money from it so i'm going to take my college money and buy this machine and it paid off and he was able to um give it, when his father came because they were wondering um what was going on with him off in school when his father came he said he was able to present him with a thirty thousand dollar check and said you know he was leaving college it wasn't for him um and he said if i fail you could you know we could you could put me back in school with this thirty thousand dollars that i'm about to give you of course his parents weren't happy with that you know but you know he said his father still took that thirty thousand dollars he wasn't leaving that um but i just learned a lot um from his presentation and um finally less um i i've been following les brown for years like when i first started watching um motivational inspirational videos les brown was someone that i would binge watch like for hours at a time i would watch les brown's speeches um because he's a great great speaker great motivator um great storyteller and so i i've seen hours and hours of les brown and i just wanted to i went to the event because one i wanted to hear uh, sabas's story from him and two i wanted to you know see Les Brown in person and hear him speak in person. Um the crowd was very thick. Um getting over there it took me it took me probably about an hour just to get from the bridge inside to the actual event. That's the amount of traffic. That's the most cars I've ever seen on Paradise Island in my entire life. Never seen that many people over there. Um I think it was at least at least 3000 people seated inside. and you had a lot of people standing up um and so it was thousands of people that actually attended and i think there were thousands that got turned away because it was just so many people it, they really couldn't fit so i was surprised they were surprised because i think initially they only had 1500 seats laid out for people they were only anticipating a crowd of about maybe 1500 and so they were surprised they had to bring out over a thousand more seats to try and accommodate um the amount of people that actually showed up And so I was surprised. I didn't expect it to be that thick. Um but again, and this is uh go back goes back to what I said earlier, why I was surprised there was negative feedback was because the event was completely free. Completely free. And uh so that that I guess that's why so many people showed up. I mean, if it's for free, you don't have anything to lose, literally. You just go and 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 get there early enough and 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 attend. Um and so I think that's why it was very crowded. Plus I I'm sure a lot of people wanted to see Les Brown as I did, but it was completely free. And from what I've heard, there have been negative feedback for some reason, and this is why I wanted to discuss not trying to please everyone. That's something that we end up doing, unfortunately. Um and it works to our detriment in a lot of cases. Um but um before i dive deep into that i just want to commend own bahamas um il cares um sabas bastian i just want to commend the entire team all of the guys that worked to make the event a success um shadi and juda and all of those guys working the audio and the visual and it was a wonderful event the room was beautiful it was set up very nicely um i want to commend k darren turnquest i wasn't surprised at all but he was amazing 
amazing. He was a great host. He had the crowd hype. He was very funny. He was very engaging. Um, and he really got the crowd hype. He was he was incredible. And so, uh, but I wasn't surprised because I've seen K. Darren Turncrest in action before, and he is great at what he does. That is that is his lane. That is his niche. He is awesome. So big up to everyone that was involved. Uh, big up to Sabas. Big up to Les for coming, and big up to Owen Bahamas for putting on an amazing event. And I'm definitely looking forward to more. And uh, Felicia Hatcher. That's a name. So uh, Felicia Hatcher. Thank you so much. So sorry for uh, not uh, remembering your name earlier, but Felicia Hatcher, she was amazing. And from what I heard, she actually came last minute. So they reached out to her maybe the day before and she was there and she did an amazing job. So and big up to everyone that showed up. I saw a lot of people posting from the event, people that I know, entrepreneurs that I know that are out here hustling. Uh, they were there to um, take in all of that knowledge. So if you weren't there, um, I think you should have a really, really, really good excuse that you were either in the hospital or on your deathbed or something because for you not to show up to an event like that when it's free, then um, you're probably not that serious about entrepreneurship. And I've seen people you know, saying online, oh, I don't need to go to this event and this and that. What what they going to tell me that's going to make any difference? Or, you know, just a lot of haters, a lot of pessimists, um, just being negative about the event because, you know, this is the era we live in for some reason. People just want to talk about uh, negativity straight through. But <clears throat> back to not being able to please everyone or not trying to please everyone. Um, I see people out here depressed, um, hurt, just uh, doing pretty bad because they want to please everyone. They get some negative feedback from someone and they just are devastated because they want to be in everyone's good graces and want to make everyone happy. Uh, I'll be the one to tell you that's a waste of time. Don't waste your time trying to please people because you will not please everyone. You will always have those people that are going to be negative no matter what happens. They are going to be negative. So you're not going to please everyone. Not everyone is going to be happy with your decision making. What you have to do is make the best decisions for you and what it is you want to do and what uh, whatever your vision is, what you want for yourself, make decisions for you and cater to those that can appreciate you for who you are and what it is you do. And um, I see Rhea is saying here, no, man, I didn't go because I knew I could count on Bahamians to go live. Plus, Danny was too tired, but I understand your point. Man, listen, Rhea, don't worry about Bahamians going live. It's nothing like being somewhere in person. It's nothing like being in the room, getting that energy. And, you know, it's also a networking opportunity. You can meet people, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I get it. I, and I, I understand, especially when it comes to your child, you know, us, us parents, our kids don't always allow us to do everything we want to do or go everywhere we want to go. So I can understand from a parent's perspective. Um, but as far as the live, eh, you know what I mean, Ray? I can I can get I I can get with you on that one. I can get with you on the Don one, but not the uh, counting on people to go live because, as you can see, or as I didn't see, I didn't see many live videos to be surprised, and they didn't live stream the event either. So um, they didn't do a live stream. So you kind of had to be there. I don't know if they're going to put the video out later because I know uh, there were a whole lot of cameras around. So maybe they'll post it later. But um, it was good to be in the atmosphere, especially with um, K. Darren, Terrence Chris, um hyping up all of the attendees the way he did. It was nothing like being in there and getting that energy. <coughs> Excuse me. But um, back to uh, not pleasing everyone. Uh, 
I've heard some people have shown me some negative comments from people and some people saying, oh, uh, someone in particular uh, was disappointed because she saw, you know, some people leaving after Sabaz's presentation, which I didn't understand. I mean, I don't know why you're worrying about when people leave. If they came and they felt like they got what they came to get and they want to leave, that's their prerogative. As long as you're still there, I don't see what the issue is. And like I said, it's just like it seems as though people just want to find reasons to have a problem. For some reason, they just want to find a problem in every single situation. So because personally, I, I left I left about 10 to 15 minutes into uh, Les's uh, presentation because like I said earlier, I have already digested hours and hours of Les Brown's information and I pretty much knew what he was going to say. And so I waited that 10 to 15 minutes to see if there was going to be something new. But he started off with um, a lot of the stuff that I've already heard from him before in the videos. You know what I mean? And I, I guess once you speak so much, there's only so much that you can say. You know what I mean? Only so much new things you can say when you've been speaking for so long to so many people. And also, like I said, I was in an hour of traffic from the bridge to the um, Coral Tower um, um, Valley section. So can you imagine... On that small island of Paradise Island, 3,000 plus people trying to get back over the bridge. And I had to be up for 2 o'clock the next morning. So I'm not going to get stuck in that traffic trying to, you know, get off the island when everyone else is leaving after the event. So, <coughs> excuse me, I decided to leave early for those reasons. Um, if not, if I didn't have to get up early or anything, then maybe I would have, you know, stayed around and hung until the very end. But I had to get up early. I knew it was going to be crazy traffic-wise. I couldn't afford to get caught up on the island too late. Um, so I left about 10 to 15 minutes into Les's presentation. Um, so, um, yeah. And Rhea is saying, uh, listen, we were bringing Danny. It was live from two of my friends. I saw the whole thing. Really awesome presentation and energy. Okay, well, great. There you go. See? So you got to see the event. Um, luckily, your friends uh, went live. I didn't see... I didn't see um, any live videos, um, but I guess they are floating out there. So I encourage those that didn't get to attend, um, go ahead and search for those videos. I don't know if you can share it, Rhea. I don't know um, if they allow, the person that posted it allows sharing, but if you can, um, share it so that people can get it. Because it was great information, and um, they're going to continue to do it. Uh, from what I understand, this was the first annual own talks and so it's going to continue to bring dynamic speakers every year and they are dedicated to making sure that it is completely free oh and i also heard people complaining oh this is an island luck event and you mean they ain't got no free food or drinks or anything i mean it's just you just can't please everyone they're always going to find someone to complain about something no matter how much you give no matter how much you do someone is going to complain. So don't get caught up in that. Don't get in the business of pleasing everyone because it's impossible. Trust me. People that do the most, people that do all all good, from what we know, still have haters, still have complainers, still have people that are looking for negative things about them. So don't make don't get in the habit of trying to please everybody because you're only gonna it's only gonna be to your detriment. It doesn't work for you. Um 
Andrea says, look for Owen Burroughs. I think that's his last name. And Keishel Davis. Um, so if you're on Facebook Live and you can see how their names are spelled, that's Owen Burroughs and Keishel Davis. Uh, for those that are going to listen on SoundCloud, um, is Owen, O-W-E-N, Burroughs, B-U-R-R-O-W-S. And Keishel spelled K-E-S-H-E-L-L-E, Davis. So um, look up for those persons and hopefully you can find a video so you will get to watch it. Um, and she also says there was another feed, but I forgot the name. Okay. And um, let me now, Lord, Lord, let me pronounce your name right. Denicia, Denicia Campbell. I hope I pronounce your name right. She's asking, will they be coming to Grand Bahama also? Well, Denicia, I do not know. I don't have that information. Um, I could probably try to find out, but I I would hope that they would, you know, start expanding into, you know, Grand Bahama and possibly other islands, maybe, potentially. But I mean, look at it this way, Denicia. Um, a plane ticket uh, from Grand Bahama to Nassau is what now? About 180 to $200 round trip, maybe. Um, that's, that's nothing compared to the experience that you're going to get and the event is free. If you can imagine how much you would have to normally pay to attend an event like this, especially with a speaker like Les Brown, you're talking I'm, I'm probably $500 to $1,000 just for the event itself. So even if they don't come to Grand Bahama, I think it's worth the plane ticket and whatever accommodations if you don't have family in uh, New Providence, um, even if you have to you know, get a hotel for a night or something. I think it's worth it. Um, for the opportunity to attend this event. And like I tell people all the time, events like this, you, you shouldn't just focus on the featured speakers because there are a lot of like-minded individuals. There are a lot of driven individuals, determined individuals that are sitting right next to you. You know what I mean? A lot of people in that room. So take that opportunity to network with those people because you never know what kind of relationships you may build. And you never know where those people that are attending just like you are going to be in the next 5, 10, 15 years. You have no idea where they're going to be. And that's an opportunity for you to get in early and build a relationship with them. And who knows, maybe you guys can you know partner up and build something great together. So don't just focus on the featured speakers. But again, if they don't come to Grand Bahama, I think it's worth the plane ticket to come to New Providence and event. Uh, sorry, and attend events like this. Um, don't be like all of the negative uh, people I see on Facebook, just you know, speaking uh, negatively about it and criticizing uh, not only the people that are attending, but criticizing people for bigging up Sabaz and Own Bahamas for putting on an event like this, uh, basing everything on their past or saying, "Oh, well, this guy did this in the past and he did that." Listen. If he did those things in the past, okay, I hear you. But if someone is doing something good right now and is benefiting people, and I know um, Owen Bahamas has given, like I said earlier, it's a lot of a lot of money. I don't have the exact uh, number, but it's a lot of money that they have given to entrepreneurs to start or expand their businesses. That, to me, I I appreciate and I would commend anyone for doing. Because you are improving the lives of people. You are helping people. And uh, that's what we need. We need more of that. Um, uh, to be honest with you, I think Sebas is doing more than the government when it comes to helping out entrepreneurs and trying to help them so that we can you know, stimulate the economy and help the economy to grow. Because it's small and medium businesses that are the, the heartbeat of economies. The small and medium businesses. These, these are what keep economies strong. And um, Owen Bahamas has targeted this group. 
and they are doing everything that they can to help those in the best way that they can. So I would always commend that. You know what I mean? I'm not a person that watches the messenger. I watch the message. You know what I mean? And a lot of Bahamians get caught up in watching, watch, watching the messenger. And they always miss the message because of it. So don't focus on the messenger. If you don't like Sabas or you don't like when it's, uh, I hear you, but are you going to let that stop you from gaining something out of the experience, from seeing the positive um, effects that something like this can have on the lives of people? Are you going to let that get in the way? Well, if you're going to do that, then that's up to you. I won't. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm not here to you know judge people. Um, I'm, I'm just here to do the best that I can to not only improve uh, my situation, but the situation of my family and my community. So that's what I see. I see the message, and I appreciate the efforts that are being made by them because you know he doesn't have he doesn't have to do this. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to do it, but he is, and so I commend him for it. And so those that are going to continue to be negative, you know, that's your prerogative. If you want to you want to look down upon it and find everything wrong with it and sit on Facebook and mash the keyboard and complain and cry. That's on you. But I tell you one thing, that ain't helping you one bit, buddy. You can sit there and complain all you want. It's not improving your life or your situation. So get up out there. Attend the event. It's free. Um, like I said, they're going to be doing it yearly. I was there. Um, if I'm here next year on dessert, I'll be there again next year for whoever they bring. doesn't matter. Um, um, but I understand it's going to be bigger and better. And um, yeah, so go ahead and check it out. Uh, Rhea gave out the names of the people that live streamed it. So hopefully you guys go out and seek it out, seek out the information. Um, and um, yeah, that's about it. Um, please go ahead and like the page. Go ahead to support. Um, if you want to find us on youtube you can just search for the w2e stc podcast on youtube on uh soundcloud we post the audio on soundcloud every week um also on facebook like i said go ahead like the page follow so you know when we go live again i apologize uh the earlier video i don't know what was going on there we're having some issues with the internet but um we push through we're here and um follow us every week thursdays 4 30 we're here discussing uh topics uh, as it pertains to entrepreneurship um, startups and just giving out good advice good information um, to help you you know be a better person and build a better business if you're building a better business um, we're here to provide that information have the necessary discussions um, that are not had often in the uh, public sphere so go ahead and support go under the rug.com is the website all our shows are there you can find all of the videos up there go under the rug.com support um, if you want to help as far as monetary contributions, you can do it on the website. Uh, go under the rug.com and you can go to the donation section. Um, if not, a share is just as good. If you don't have money to give, a share is just as good. Please share the video. Please tag your friends. And um, that's free. You don't have to pay for that. So there's no excuse for you not to share it. Um, so for those that are tuned in, I hope to at least see the amount of viewers that we have. Uh, I want to see the amount of shares. So please go ahead and share the video. And um, we're going to wrap this one up. The way we wrap up every single episode with losers make excuses and winners make adjustments. Stop finding negative things in every single thing, man. Stop it, please. Please. Our first episode was about speed bump watches. Go back and watch that. And um, that's essentially the type of people that are frowning on this event and that are finding everything negative to talk about this event. Those pessimistic individuals. Don't be them. Don't make excuses. Make adjustments. Until next time. Peace.